It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. I'm Dom Nice. And I'm Charles Firth. Author of American Hoax, a book... That was it. Did very well in two thousand and six, but you bought too many copies of it, didn't you, Charles? Back in the day, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why I ended up with so many copies. I think mm. you actually convinced me to buy them for the Chase website, which I was then running, <laughs> and I thought it'd sell quite well. And yeah. um, it sold well from your perspective because we paid you for them. <laughs> oh, is that reason? I think that's what reason? it was. So oh, sorry okay. about that. I was. Yeah. I was told that if I bought more, I'd get a discount. And um, yeah, uh, let's just say that if you go to chasershop.com, you'll find out that we're still, we've still got them. <laughs> so help us not make a loss on those. We'll tell the story about how Charles had to move all these this huge number of copies a bit later on. But we should start with something newsy, Charles. Yes. So Tanya Plibersek, um, the Environment Minister. Yeah. What yeah. I mean, someone who really, we know, she's very committed to the environment. She really, mm. it's a portfolio. People thought, yes. you know, she was in education. Is it a bit yes. of a demotion? She said, no, look, this is the most important portfolio there is. It's securing our future. Yes, that's right. Um, how's she going? I mean, how much of the environment has Tanya Plibersek saved in the mm. almost a year since well, taking she, over the portfolio? I think she saved a, a few koalas the other day. But, yeah, she's just uh, announced, she's just approved, actually, um, 116 new gas wells in Queensland. 116. Yeah. Which is good because if you think about it, gas is part of the environment. Like, it actually comes out of the ground. It's very... It's you know it's it's part well, it, of. I understand it's called natural gas, so yes. it must be natural. It's nat- well, it naturally spurts out if you dig a big enough hole. Yeah, it just it naturally, naturally spurts, spurts out. out. Yeah, it's a natural product. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just part of the environment. I mean, yes. humans are part of the environment. Koalas yes. are, rainforests yes. are, and burning s- fossil fuels. And this is part of the so environment. Is is gas? Yeah. Well, I mean, that just sounds like a nice a nice thing. Yes. Um, how does that though? I'm just just spitballing here. Yeah, weren't Labor's going to, if elected, mm. have a, a more ambitious climate target, Charles? Uh, was it? Yes, a tar- um, yes, target. They were going to. Yes, they were going to more ambitious target. They were going to do more than the Morrison yes. government by 2050 to reduce emissions. So, how does the massive number of gas wells tally no, with our no, carbon emissions? Have they dom, figured dom, that out? Dom, 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 dom. They've got a more ambitious. Target. Oh. Tar- you see, the the key is the target is more mm. ambitious. Now, you know, how they get there, that's a completely different thing. Well, this reminds me of yeah. my experiments with the sport of archery mm. where there were targets, <laughs> but the notion of hitting the targets, that was never going to happen except by accident <laughs> yeah, yeah. when I had the bow and arrow in my hands. I mean, I had the target of being incredibly tall and good looking. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. we played darts at the pub? And I didn't <laughs> yes. hit the target. I was very oh bad. God. Yes. I was terrible at uh, that. So, yeah, yeah. just goes Invec- to show. Invec- Dom was so bad at electronic darts yeah, where, the, darts where the, computer, really the computer actually keeps the score. It's really useful. Um, but the computer would get confused it would, by how bad Dom was. <laughs> like, the dark book. Yeah. So I just feel that 
there are targets, but I did. Did the Labor Party promise to hit the targets? Did they promise to get a no, bullseye? No, exactly. There are a lot of... And look, you've got to look at it from Labor's perspective, right? You know, on the one hand, you've got the, the total destruction of the planet and, you know, the extinction of humanity. On the other hand, there are some key marginal seats in Queensland that you wouldn't want to lose at the next election. Well, it's also I mean, worth noting, I mean... You, sure, you, the Greens are going on about it. The Greens are up in arms, I can see. But what else are they going to do? They're not going to vote with the Liberals. Uh, I mean, the Teals are upset too. Some of the Teals seem to be annoyed by the decision. Of the, I think Labor's selling selling the environment short. But mm. as against that, mm. um, what else can they do? They Absolutely nothing. So mm. their only option is to side with the Coalition, who presumably are also in favour of... The gas wells, and if anything, would have wanted more. Yeah. I mean, the, the good news is maybe, I mean, the real trick that Labor Party has done with this is the, the 116 gas wells are uh, for are going to be done by Santos, which, yes. which famously doesn't pay tax. So if you're going, oh, well, you know, this is just a, a cash grab by the Labor Party... Mm. For, for extra oh, to make money. mining royalties, right? the answer is no, it's not. So we won't make any... The Australian because people won't make any money out of this. No. Well, but Santos will. No. Yes, exactly. And it's not like, you know, we'll be... You might be saying, oh, well, it'll be like the West Australian scheme where, you know, you put aside a certain amount for local use. Yeah. It's not... That's not like the royalties that Twiggy Forest's paying to the Injibani people in the Pilbara, like those yes, royalties. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Well, Charles, the thing is, look, we have to be realistic about this. Mm. We aren't at... Oh, wait a, minute, wait a minute. I've just worked out. I've just, sorry. Sorry. I've just worked out um, why it's all right. Why is it all right? Oh, yeah. Because I was just spitballing. She did it quietly. Oh. She did it quietly. So, so whereas Morrison would have gone up there. And, with a lump of coal. With a lump of coal and, I don't know, smelt some gas. He would have had a burning. He would have brought a burning gas torch into the parliament. Some giant, like you know, those giant flames of fire outside Crown Casino. Morris would have had that inside the. He would have got a tank of gas and smelt it. Um, Inhaled it. No, no, she just did it quietly overnight. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So and that's much more environmental because you don't get the whole press releases Mm. that until the gas comes online, then it will be. Incredibly bright, um, presumably. <laughs> but Charles, look, I got to explain something to you though, because mm. I, I think you got to see it from the perspective of, of, of where we really are. Like we all want a zero emissions economy. We all want to have a clean, green future mm. of the sort that Anthony Albanese talked about. But you have to understand we're in transition. We can't just go boom, yes, boom. Like we're we're just running off batteries and and solar no, power it, now. We exactly. need fossil fuels in the interim just for a brief period during the transition, which is why it's so sensible mm. that Tanya Plibersek authorised all these wells until the year 2077, at which point uh, we might almost have decarbonised. Yeah, well, and, and the good thing is that in the meantime, there's no need to transition because we've got all these gas wells. Well, the other thing is I presume Tanya Plibersek won't be alive in 2027, mm. so it's not going to matter to her so much, is it? The thing that I like, Charles, is that if you go back to the archives, we've been doing this podcast for quite a long time. Mm. When Labor got elected, yes, we, we our first question was how long till they disappoint dis- us? Disappoint us? We'll mark this date, late February twenty twenty three. I know what are we talking about? I've been disappointed for months. It's just the thing with Labor, and indeed any new government, is it's just important not to have any expectations of them. 
Yes, yeah. It just saves time. <laughs> it just saves time. And it, look, if the Greens were to somehow seize power off the back of this, I am fully confident that they would be equally <laughs> brilliant at letting down <laughs> all the principles they got. Yeah, yeah, imagine Adam Band buying his seventh property to negative gear. <laughs> The, the thing is, this it isn't it isn't, it isn't having that big an impact on the planet. I mean, people are alarmist about this stuff. I mean, let's just choose a random example I saw in the news mm. today. Yes, um, over in Venice. Have you, have you ever been to Venice? Beautiful place. Beautiful place. You know yes. the famous canals of Venice. Yeah, uh, just stunning waterways. Wonder- yes, you get in a gondola and you, you someone sings as they sort of use a pole to ferry you around. Yes. It's very nice. Yes, except at the moment where there's drought. Can I show you this picture of this entirely dry canal in Venice? Wow. Because the drought is so extreme. Yeah. Uh, but it, but there's uh, just but no there'll, water. But with the rising sea levels, there'll be lots of Venices. I don't think we have to worry about that. Well, it would be a question. To, yeah, well, it is sinking slowly into, <laughs> yeah. the, into the sea. I think. So, I think the whole of Glenelg in uh, in Adelaide will be the Venice in 20 by 2050. Well, that's a very good point Charles is that the, eventually all of these wells that Tanya Plibersex approved will just be eventually swamped underwater by the rising sea levels that mm. they themselves create. Mm. A form of poetic justice. What a wonderful world we live in. And that has been the heavy-handed sarcasm report. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Chaser Report. Less news, less often. So I am absolutely exhausted this morning, Dom. Oh, really? Because over the weekend, me and my 12-year-old son, you know, the one who doesn't think I'm funny anymore. So you've been spending the weekend trying to win his affection back in other ways, have you? Yes. I had a whole lot of books in this office that I had to move out of. Yep. A lot of them happened to be the remaindered... (laughs) <laughs> editions of my book, American Hoax. Yes, I've, I've seen that office and I've, there were a remarkable number of copies of your book, American Hoax. And the, the thing I've found most impressive about all the copies yes. was that it was this f- two different editions, <laughs> the first edition and then the second. Yes. So however that worked, you hadn't learnt from the first one. <laughs> no. And you, you somehow got a lot of stock of the second one as well. <laughs> so if anyone wants, I mean, I presume either of them are available at chasershop.com. Well, this is the thing. So my, they weren't, but I, over the weekend, have now decided to put them up on chasershop.com. What do you think is a fair price to part? So I'll just give you a context. This is, this is a book that is in very much out of date. Like if you ever mm. write a sort of tome that you want to be remembered for, probably don't write it about the sort of politics of the present based in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> We've both made this mistake. I, I've written, I wrote a, a dictionary specific to 2020, which I was warned people wouldn't buy when we hit 2021, and that's mm. exactly what happened. Uh, it's all about COVID, mm. and it was, actually a lot of the jokes still would hold today. Well, mm. I mean, no one knew COVID would still be here in 2023, to be fair to me. But mm. no, American Hoax, which I have read, mm. um, 
did seem of its time, James. Yeah. A well, time we're now well past. Yeah, well, one of the because the premise of the book I, I still quite like, which is that I set up all these characters. And it was in that period when people still trusted Wikipedia to oh, be yes. true and things like that. But it was also very easy to to create fiction online. So I created all these characters and then put them out into the real world while I was living in America, right? So, and I named all the the characters after game show hosts, after Australian game show hosts and and media personalities. So I had people like Dr. Edward Maguire and yeah. uh, and the um, the poet character, the lesbian poet character, was Corinne Al Grant, right? Who's an Iranian refugee. But um, <clears throat> I think she'd get cancelled for that these days. There was also there was yeah, she was deaf, mute, and <laughs> blind, yeah. and she actually won. She this is the thing about the book; it was remarkable. Like because people, because my supposition was because I've never really understood poetry, but my supposition about poetry was that it's more about the bio than the actual words on the page, right? right? And so I created this character, which you're right, it's terribly unsound, which was a deaf-mute Iranian refugee and who just wrote about peace. And she won, like, the New York Peace Prize for, for one of her pieces of poetry that I made up. Well, you might actually <laughs> was, be a good poet. I was, publi- I was published in a book. And uh, Dr. Evan Maguire got a whole chapter in a book about freedom. Um, that uh, anyway, point is, my my son was packing up all these books, and he was in charge of packing up all the American hoaxes. So he did a very large job, and he just loved the fact that you know, like my face is on the front cover. And there is, like, in fact, your very... face on the cover about twenty times. <laughs> it is, is it, for, for a, a book true... that's ostensibly yeah. not about you. It's <laughs> amazingly narcissistic. Yeah, oh, it's amazingly narcissistic. The the dedication is to myself with frank admiration. <laughs> But anyway, he yeah, so he was very taken with it and encouraged me to sell it on Chase's shop. So I've put it up on sale, but I haven't decided on a price. Charles, what um, do you think the price should be? Like, I are mean, we talking? How much is your career worth? Is my question. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't don't read it, and if you do read it, what? don't don't report any the poetry prize thing to um, <laughs> yeah, to, to any news outlets because you will be massively cancelled. <laughs> I, I what was it retailing for? Thirty bucks initially. Yeah, I think, yeah, it would have been like twenty seven ninety five. I think. So the what's second the edition. deflation on that? <laughs> deflation. I mean, because how much is the postage going? You know, but inflation. Surely it should. You be think it's worth, worth more? more. Think- now, no, if I'm a joke full of specific like, topical references, two thousand and six. It's, like, it's don't like age. Fi- it's, it's not wine. It's like fine wine. Yeah. My words are like fine wine. Okay, so what are we thinking? Like, do you reckon people would buy it for ten dollars? Because the other thing is, I mean, if, if there's the, a few other things that we need to get rid of in the chaser shop. And I don't think people yeah, would. I, th- I the, think people who listen to this podcast at least have a chance of being interested enough in what you do. The avocado pull toy? Is that still? We've got a few, we've got a few oh, left God. of those. Why don't you do a combo? Um, the give, give one of each <laughs> thing away and it's free. <laughs> Look, here's three things I don't want. <laughs> I'll, right. I'll buy them all. Just pay the budget. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you buying one thing you couldn't possibly want? Why don't we throw in a large inflatable pool toy, which has been scientifically proven to be not fun at all? Because uh, uh, we've got lots of chaser annuals as well. Left uh, over. Also old topical material, but less old than yeah, the yeah, middle yeah. American host. That's how I do it. I attach it with... 
Yes, I sell it off with something that's far more good, like the annual. Yeah, that's how I'll do it. I'll bundle it. Bundle it all up. Yes. The problem isn't the, your problem that postage will cost you. Like, yeah. postage will be $15. Maybe no I make it. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll do the whole trick of free, just have to pay shipping and handling. Oh, that's a good, that's a good idea. And the free shipping and handling handle. can be 25 bucks. If people would, would yeah. assume it was a real price. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that we just said it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Log on to chasetheshop.com and see what ridiculous price Charles has given his own work. Yeah. Um, but you have got a lot of copies. I mean, there must be, what, 70 or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, look, it's limited edition, only 70. <laughs> should, we, should we use the copies as insulation in our new podcast year? Because we're going to have yes. to, we can't do this on your balcony forever. At some point, the neighbours are going to complain. No, no, yeah, we've got to get the new. Well, do you reckon. See, I think my book is bouncing with such ideas that it would be too bouncy a surface oh, to possible. to podcast. Either that, or it will <laughs> our words will just sort of disappear into it, never to be heard of again. Much like the book's content, <laughs> it, it was a bestseller. It was it, enjoyable. Yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed reading. it. Okay, well, there well, you, you go. Know, the problem- oh, no, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you what I'll add value. I'll sign. I'll sign all the copies. It's so sweet that you think that would add value. But, Charles, if I remember, the, the problem with it was, mm. uh, and it was, look, a fairly major one, mm. you couldn't actually tell if you'd done the things for real or if you just made them up. That was I did the, do I, them. That was the thing. I Knowing you, I knew that you had done them for real. But mm. So just if you buy the book and read it, you need to understand that he's not making it up. Yeah. He actually did get them to do these things because <laughs> he wrote them as if they were a real person. He didn't write... Yeah, you didn't write. I created this character who then went on to win this prize. It was, you wrote it as though it was a fictional character. Did I? Yeah, from memory. Oh from memory. man, what a flaw! So, but yeah. you know, the ho- in yeah. many ways, the hoax was on you. But um, no, look, it's, <laughs> it's an, in- an interesting read. And, if you and just remember that it's all real. Buy it uh, if nothing else for the footnotes. That was the I did a whole edit, which was just based on making the footnotes funny, and the and the chapter titles are pretty good as well. <laughs> Charles, I've never met anyone with such an enduring ability to enjoy their own work as you. And the thing that I love about all the, the sort of faux narcissism like dedication is that it's not actually faux. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, there you go. So Charles's old book at chasetheshop.com. I don't know if any of my old ones are there anymore either. I, I had, did have some at some point. Yeah, yeah. They, they, sold, quite well. they sold very well. Well, the 2020 yeah. dictionary sold very well in 2020. That, yeah. that was the uh, – <laughs> it was a brief success. So, Dom – Yes. On this topical podcast today. The chance that anyone's listening this far into the episode mm. is minimal. We, if we you haven't did talk- listen, if you did listen. We haven't talked about. If you, you haven't, know. if you've listened this far, because yeah. we haven't been getting people to put reviews on Apple Podcasts, which is very useful for us. So please go on Apple Podcasts yes. and use the code word. What's the code we're going to be? Something topical. Tanya Plibersek just approved 116 gas mines in. Queensland. That's that trips off the tongue. Um, <laughs> Eternal disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stop the episode and reflect a little bit, shall we? Uh, our gear is from Road. We're part of the Iconoclast network, and the natural gas you're using will soon be approved by Tanya Plibersek. <clears throat> That's the sound of another sale on Shopify in store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.